Good day, everybody. Welcome to episode number five of the Travel and Adventure Photography School podcast. Whoa, whoa, we made it through a month. We are into March. This is fantastic. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get going. So today we're going to talk about being a tourist in your own city. Too often I have people talk to me and kind of go, it's like, I love traveling. I love taking travel photos. Love seeing new places and being there and experiencing things. And then I talk with them about where they're from and they haven't been to see like half of the tourist sites of the city that they've lived in for most of their life. And that ogles my mind. Like I live in Calgary. We aren't the most tourist driven city, to be totally honest. A lot of people land at our airport, maybe stay here for a day, see the couple of things and then head out to the Rockies. We are a transitionary point between here and one of the most beautiful places on the planet. Fair. I love the Rockies. But there are cool things to do here. We have world-renowned architecture. We have pathways that go along the river system for kilometers upon kilometers upon kilometers. Nearly every weekend in the summer, there's festivals and other amazing cultural events to do. We just have a ton of really cool, interesting things that people can do if they come here or if they live here. But too often I hear from people who are like, oh, I haven't gone up the Calgary Tower. Oh, I haven't been in the Saddle Dome in years. Or they just don't take advantage of the city that they live in, which is really unfortunate, to be totally honest. And I love treating my home as though I'm a tourist seeing it because it allows me to engage with the world around me with a sense of wonder and enjoyment and always looking for something new and exciting to see. But I understand this is definitely one of those situations of easier said than done. It can be really, really difficult to get out and see your city from a different perspective, especially if you've been there your entire life, because nothing really feels unique or interesting or new or anything like that. But trust me when I tell you that there are always really amazing things you can see wherever you live and in the area around where you live. Now, I feel drawn to talk about this topic because it's something I've been reflecting on this week. This past week has been a incredibly difficult one for me. I experienced a rather significant and traumatic loss in my life, and it has left me fairly heartbroken. This was an unexpected and drastic shift in my life, but there are positives that have come out of it. It has helped me realize how important and truly precious every single day is every minute so don't record this podcast lightly being that now i realize how fast things can change so since this incident my wife and i have really embraced the love and support of the people around us the people who you know are there the second something is wrong the second something happens like it did this week i'm telling you this because it has allowed me to re-engage my own wonder and love of the city around me. I had started taking for granted some of the really amazing and cool things that happen in Calgary. So let me tell you a quick story that makes me so stoked and so happy and is such a great example of how you can see your city as a tourist. Just the night before I recorded this, just last night, my wife and I got home from going out and listening to a friend of ours play music at an open mic. It was late. We were just talking some stuff through. We were getting ready for bed. 
And then suddenly she turns and looks at me really fast and kind of goes, oh no. I'm like, what? What's going on? And she's just, it's the last day of YYC Hot Chocolate Fest. And we didn't go get the PB&J Hot Chocolate from Hexagon. YYC Hot Chocolate Fest is a great example of how you can love your city like a tourist does when they come here. It is one of the most awesome festivals in the entire world. For all of February, restaurants and cafes in Calgary gather together to create their most delectable and delicious and, oh, just mouth-watering hot chocolates. And then they sell them and they compete against each other for which one tasted the best. People vote on them, all that kind of good stuff. But a portion of each sale of one of these hot chocolates at every location across Calgary goes back to a fantastic not-for-profit by the name of Meals on Wheels. So not only do you get amazing hot chocolate you can't get at any other time of the year in what is traditionally the coldest month of the year, so the best time for a good hot chocolate, but you get to support a fantastic not-for-profit doing spectacular work in Calgary. So that's YYC Hot Chocolate Fest. But Hexagon had one that from the second the list of hot chocolates dropped this year, both my wife and I had wanted to go and try. And even though it was only four minutes from our house, we hadn't been able to arrange our schedules in such a way that we would be able to go and do this together, to taste this hot chocolate together. It ended on February 29th at 11.59 p.m. We realized we hadn't made it over to Hexagon at 11 p.m. on February 29th. Now, because of what happened this past week, I was sitting on the couch and looked at her and went, nah, I'm in my PJs. I'm comfy. I'm at home. Like, let's, let's just, let's just go to bed. Like I'm, I'm done. I'm tired. And then I realized what was happening. I was allowing this group of individuals to dictate and control my love for life, my drive for adventure, the, the thing that feeds my very soul, which is seeing this big, beautiful world of ours and getting out into it and experiencing it and being a part of it. And I was letting these people take that from me. And I looked at her. I'm like, no, wait, give me a sec. Checked out the time. They were open till 1 a.m. So we got back out of our PJs, tossed on our winter clothes because there was this wicked, wicked blizzard happening that night and went for that short walk out to Hexagon Cafe, came in the door, got there at like 1120 at night, wander up to the guy at the counter and go like, hey, do you still got and I point at the sign and he laughs and he goes, yeah, you're probably going to be one of the last ones to get this. And we go and we take a seat by a window, stare out this beautiful snowfall coming down. It's gorgeous outside. And he comes and brings over this hot chocolate that's in a mason jar mug. There is chocolate wrapped around the rim. There's little crumbles of chocolate put on top of that. And then there are peanut butter cups and little pretzels sticking out the top in the whipped cream with this gorgeous hot chocolate underneath and a little bit of jam drizzled over top. They had made a peanut butter and jam hot chocolate. And it was the best hot chocolate I have ever had in my entire life. It filled every part of me with joy and happiness. And I smiled. And my wife and I started talking about things other than what had happened. And in the midst of this conversation, she just goes silent and looks at me and gets this huge smile that doesn't just even go up to her eyes. She, she smiles with like her whole entire being. I looked at her super confused and I'm like, what's up? Like what's going on? And she's like, you're happy. It's like, I have you back. It's like, you have your wanderlust back. You have your sense of adventure back again. And these people in this organization had stolen the thing that makes me, me. They had stolen that drive to see 
the world to be a part of it, to explore it and feel it and invest in it and be there and be a part of it. They had stolen that out from underneath me. And this one simple little act of getting hot chocolate helped reignite this idea of treating my city like a tourist. That really long story I thought was important to tell you because it it's the reason I'm talking about this episode today. It's the reason I feel like this is such an important thing to talk about. You don't need to get on a plane. You don't need to drive for hours. You don't need to be on a train. You don't you don't even have to get into another county, another province. You don't have to go further than five minutes out your door to travel and explore this world. That's what this story is telling me. I took like five photos last night. It was mostly of the hot chocolate. And I will definitely put that into the show notes so you can see this hot chocolate. So amazing. Thank you, Hexagon Cafe. So treat your city like someone who's coming to experience it for the first time. And you will find not just amazing photographs, because I feel like travel and adventure is about far more than just a photograph. It's about life and it's about being a part of this big, beautiful world of ours. But treating your city like you're a tourist is a heck of a lot easier said than it is actually done. So we're going to give you four ideas for how you can create this mind shift for yourself and get out into your city to be able to engage that drive and engage that wanderlust without leaving where you live. So here we go. Tip number one. And it's fairly obvious, but go out and take in the big tourist sites. Wherever you are, take in the locations around you that are spaces that a tourist would want to go and see. And don't be derisive about it. Be like you would when you touch down in a city and you didn't know anything else about it. Go like, that looks cool. Let's go see that. Explore with a sense of wonder and go to these places and wander around. And rather than seeing them with the same eyes that you've seen them your entire life, turn it around. Have some positivity with it. Enjoy the experience of being there. Create some photos. Just try and create and explore and be happy when you're in that location. All right. Tip number two. This has to do with while you are getting ready to head out of the house. Now, this is going to be a really hard one for a lot of people. I know a lot of us have multiple commitments. Don't leave your house with this intention of like, oh, I got to I got to drop this off with so-and-so. I got to pick up some groceries. I got don't put errands on your list. That's not important right now. What is important is giving yourself the chance to really absorb your city, absorb the feeling of it. If you fill your mind with the clutter of errands and things to do, you're not going to really experience anything. You're just going to be treating it like any other day in the city. Don't do that. Let yourself experience what is going on around you. Right. Tip number three, by heading out with this this idea in mind of seeing your city as a tourist, you are likely going to make some connections with people. If you're the type that likes to stop and ask questions and talk to folks as you go by, that's great. But inevitably, if you're out there with a camera and you're out there just looking around at the world with a sense of wonder, people tend to think you're, you're a tourist, which is a good thing. This is a great sign if this happens to you. But they're going to stop and ask, oh, where are you from? How long have you been here? Why are you visiting? Something like that. I've had this happen to me many, many, many times. And it's fantastic because you get the chance to meet a new person. You get the chance to talk to them. And who knows what can develop out of that? Who knows 
what friendships you can grow and what ideas they might have and things they might be able to show you and places they might be able to take you into. I've had opportunities to take photos from angles in Calgary that no one else has ever taken photos from, I think is what this woman told me. Because I stopped and I said hi and we chatted for a few minutes. You can make great connections with other people in your city by going out and exploring it as a tourist. And if you want to think about this from a photography perspective and a business perspective, this gives you a great chance to build your community, build your connections, network a little bit. It's amazing. All right, going on to tip number four. This gives you a chance to practice your photography. If you only take your camera out occasionally, like when you're traveling or when you get on a plane or go to another city, then you're not going to ingrain what it means to take a good photo into you. You're not going to be able to see photos as easily and create them as quickly. If you want to take wall art worthy images on the next trip, get out into your city and take some photos there and start applying the concepts and the principles of good photography to the photos you are taking in your city. It's going to make your photography so much better. And bonus tip, just because it comes straight out of that, you're going to find some beautiful images in the space around you. And you're going to find that maybe your city isn't quite as dull as you necessarily think it is. That maybe there's a lot more to it. And that maybe it'll add just a little bit more joy back into your life. Kind of like the way a good hot chocolate can. All right, we're actually going to do five tips, not four, because there's a fantastic one that I haven't gotten into yet. And it's that one of the main tenets of treating your city like a tourist is to not limit the type and style of photos that you take. If you are the type of photographer that goes traveling and takes photos of window displays that you love and 8,000 photos of that one tourist spot and, or whatever version it is that you like to shoot when you're traveling, don't change that. Take photos of everything and anything that interests you, as long as you're acting legally as always. And don't worry about what other people are thinking about you while you're doing that. It's inevitable. People are going to stop and look and wonder and be like, obviously that person's not from around here. And even if you are, who cares what they think about what you are doing and what you are photographing? If you enjoy it, and that's the type of photos you take, and you are going to create an image that you are happy with, and that you are going to help remember your trip by or remember your city by and have images to be able to show people from all over the world when you meet them elsewhere. That's awesome. Do that. Don't worry about that person who's going to come over and go, oh, they're obviously not from around here. Don't worry about them. So go out there into your city. Take photos any which way you like. Enjoy it. Have some fun. And those people who decide to judge you for it or question it or do whatever, don't think about them. I almost swore there. Can't do that. <laughs> um, don't worry about them. And you're going to have some really cool experiences if you set up a tripod or if you have your big camera and you're taking some photos. People are going to set up around you and they're going to try and recreate those images. And I'll be honest, it can feel pretty, pretty cool when that happens. So go. Get out. See your city. Be in it. Take part in your city's YYC Hot Chocolate Fest. Go and see those tour sites. Go and be a part of the life of your city, of your town, of the area that you live in. Get to know those side streets and those independently owned cafes. Don't just go to 
big chain restaurants, but get to know the people who are around you. Get to know the people in your city. Get to know the place that you live. You don't need to get on a plane to love where you're at. That's all the tips for today for me, folks. One last thought. I said city a lot. I was using that as the placeholder for place that you are living. I use city because that is my reference point from where I am living, but take these hints and ideas and translate them to whatever space you are living in. As always, uh, all of this, we'll put some show notes up, throw some photos in to talk about some of these ideas as we do it. Please, if you enjoy this, if you have any comments, thoughts, anything like that, feel free to contact us. You can find us online at travelandadventurephotographyschool.com. You can find us on Facebook at Travel and Adventure Photography School, and you can find us on Instagram at Travel Adventure Photo School. If you've got questions, if you've got comments, if you've got anything like that, drop us a DM on Instagram, send us a message on Facebook, get a hold of us through the website, sign up for our newsletter if you want more information as we go forwards. And thank you for listening today. And thank you for being a part of this journey with me. Now get out there, grab your camera, and get out into the world around you and let's adventure.